Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's it. 
Get on that boogie board and ride that way for sure. But let yep. me open this up because um, um, we're going to talk about uh, quite a few uh, things tonight. Um, but, of course, you're here at 225, P25CL, Galaxy Talk Radio, here at Roslyn's Corner. Uh, I want everybody to go to our website at www.t25cl.com, view all the great music, the film, United We Stand, 595, y'all. Let me tell you, that would be the best 595 you spent because you will be encouraged, you will be entertained, and you will be aware of what's going on across the pond. Um, of course, we have uh, Charles Small, we have Myron Edwins, we even have Miss Brenda Lieager and the 550 Men and so many other great artists that was in this film. And it was, you know, phenomenal. I, I love it. I love it. And so many people who watched it say the same thing. All right. So tonight, first of all, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to give out some, some great accolades that, that uh, we were watching with the NAACP 2018 Award. And I was going over the list of other people. You know, that was one of uh, Ava DuVernay. She accepted her award, you know, for Entertainment of the Year. Um, man, the list goes on. Um, Daniel Kuloa for uh, Get Out. Um, outstanding motion picture was Girls Trip. I haven't even seen that one yet. Have you seen that one yet, Gina, Girls Trip? Yes, I have. I liked it. I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, it was for Outstanding Motion Picture, Okay. And then Outstanding Actor in a Comedy Series was Anthony Anderson for Blackish. Love that show. Outstanding Comedy Series was Blackish again. And then Outstanding Actor in a Drama Series was Omar Hardwick in Power. Man, I love Power. Oh, my God. Outstanding Actress in a Drama Series was my girl Taraji P. Henson in Empire. And mm. then, out, yeah, an Outstanding Drama Series was Power. If if you guys have not seen Power, and you gotta have cable, of course. But if you man, let me tell you, this show keeps you on the edge. I'm serious. I love Power. Uh, so I'm gonna have to into that and watch. I'm gonna have to binge TV on that one. Yeah, and then you know what? You watch it, and man, look, it'll take you from it'll it'll keep you going. It's not one of the things that is one of those cliffhangers. You know, it keeps you in suspense, and then it'll make you mad. And then it becomes serious. Power is a phenomenal show. I love that. Um, the winners of the non-televised uh, categories for the 49th annual uh, 49th NAACP Image Awards was Outstanding Actor in a Comedy Series was Jay Ellis in Insecure. Uh, I love a girl on that. She's awesome. She's awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, she is. I like that show. Lisa Ray. Lisa Ray. She's off the chain. Yes, yeah, I love Lisa Ray. Yes, she is off the chain, okay? And then Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series was Marcia Martin in Blackish. And then Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series was Joe Morton in Scandal. Uh, my friend Jay Jackson, he plays the announcer on Scandal. You ever, if you ever see uh, whenever they're broadcasting news or anything on, on, this, on the uh, t- TV series Scandal, he is the um, news announcer. He's the anchor. Uh, so his face is all over the place. I'm going to have him on the show again. Um, and then for Outstanding Television Movie Limited Series or Dramatic Special was the New Edition Story. I don't know if you watched that. Well, it was pretty cool. Man, you know what? When they, how they did kids back in the day was crazy, man. And then yeah. Bobby, Brown, Bobby Brown was off the chain. He was a little nuts. 
But uh, hey, he came through. He made it through. And then outstanding actor in a television movie limited series or dramatic series was Idris Elba in Gorilla. Okay. And then outstanding actress in a television movie limited series or dramatic special was Queen Latifah in Flint. And then outstanding news information was unsung, and the list goes on and on and on, okay? But uh, outstanding supporting actress in a motion picture was Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany, that girl is going somewhere, okay? She a fool, but she going somewhere. You know they made her spokesperson for Groupon? Because Are you she serious? Had, she has been made the actual spokesperson for Groupon because of the fact oh, that this girl does her shopping strictly through Groupon, okay? So they made her. Oh, Miss Hattie. Yeah, made her spokesperson. So, man, you know, hey, moving on up. So, hey, that's that's what it is. Well, I've you been know? watching the Arsenio Hall show. I, I, I was watching her before she blew up. I'm glad for her. I really am. Yes, yes, exactly, because she came out of nowhere. She's been in the industry for a while, but she came out of, you know, Girls Trip is what blew her up. Girls Trip gave her the real recognition, you know, of who she is, and that was awesome. That was awesome. I'm working with Arsenio Hall. It it didn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. That's why I used to see her always on Arsenio. Mm, I I don't remember her on Arsenio, though. Oh, she used to come on. That's why I saw her unicorn and her horse act and all of that stuff. And um, uh-huh. she ready? Google okay. it. A, she she's been on his show a few times. All right, all right, good. good but that's gets really raw too. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly, exactly. Because when I when I started watching her, I said, "Oh man, this girl's off the chain." Okay, it's is pretty good. On the back, just like Issa Rae. When I started watching Issa Rae and Insecure, you know she's the executive producer of that show. And you know, and I, I, I'm not familiar with her. She's a newbie for me. And me too. Me too. I'd never heard of her before. But then when I saw, I I was just channel surfing, and I saw this new show come coming on called Insecure. And I watched it one time, and then I got hooked. Just that one time. I said, oh, my girl is off the chain. Okay, so I kept on watching it. I said, oh, see, she, she's about something, okay? So now I see why she's got her award, you know? So, it, it, it's you know, there's a lot of women in the industry who are really coming up, you know, and getting their proper dues, like Ava DuVernay. She's getting her proper dues as well. Um, so, uh, looks like we got Chief on the line, Mr. Andre Ward. Are you there, sir? Yo, 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 I'm just listening to you guys gossip. I'm <laughs> ready. I don't get a chance to watch television like you guys do. I'm too busy saving the world. Oh, okay. All right. Except for the Warriors. I put the world on hold when the Warriors are on. Okay, yeah, I know. I know. I know. All right, but anyway, let's talk about our topic tonight. And I know we was going to have Daryl come on and um, – uh, a couple of the other guys, they were supposed to come on, but Daryl got sick. He's back east up there in New Jersey, and they are being hit heavy time with that uh, cold weather. So everybody, that flu bug is around the world, and these here in the United States is red all the way from the, from the shores of 
uh, California all the way to the tip of Boston. Um, it's red with the flu bug that's going around. People are actually dying with this thing. Babies are dying with this thing. Man, I'm telling you, everybody you out there, take, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself because I myself, I was down with the flu. Still got a little congestion, but I'm taking care of myself. I got to. Man, look at here. This it's thing ain't going to you can't even walk. Huh? Nina Womack. I just read a post of yes. her. She can't even get yes. out of the bed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's very well, sick. Very sick. So, you know, uh, we pray for her to get uh, get her speedy recovery, get well. So many people are down. Just down and out. They're out for the count with this uh, bug, man. And it's just a bad flu, bad flu. It's not that you know, it's not a, that is a strain that that uh, you can't you can't fight. It's just so, you know, it's just been so prevalent. It's just out there, you know. So it's just going from one person to the next. Yep. So anyway, uh, sibling rivalry. <laughs> um. Uh, you know, we're gonna go ahead and and uh, really expound upon this because we we're talking about how. You know, we have our brothers and sisters and their civil rivalry from the time that we're little kids, you know, um, you know, how it all comes about. But, you know, you think about even the terms of civil rivalry, you know, and and how it relates to, you know, people in the same family, uh, how it has existed as long as families existed. You know, there's been civil, I mean, uh, you know, sibling rivalry. When they, uh, one author says, you think of back in the biblical time and Joseph's problem with his brothers, you know, or uh, of the dreadful time of, you talk about, you know, even when they talk about storytelling, you know, Cinderella and her horrible stepmother and stepsisters, you know. Uh, but when you think about families, it seems strange that whenever the word sibling comes up, you know, people always think about rivalry and rivalry that goes on within your family. Um, and we were talking about, you know, there's been strains of people who take that sibling rivalry from the time that they're little kids all the way up to adulthood. And there are times when um, that strain continues on. There has been no, you know, resolve. There has been no, you know, forgiveness or whatever the case may be in different families situations. But when we talk about sibling rivalry, we wanted to talk about how the parents on the other end of the stick, how they play a part in favoritism that can also cause sibling, sibling rivalry. Um, and I think you wanted to share on that as well, Gina, right? Well, no. I, actually, I, want, um, I was gonna, going to expound because I thought about it afterwards. Uh, I forget his. I forget the brother's name. What's his name? Um, with the Darryl. other show, Daryl. Mm-hmm. He was asking how the competitiveness and how that rivalry follows you into the workplace. And then I think when I was speaking Saturday, I didn't really fully address that how it follows you into the workplace. And then when I got off the phone, I thought about. It. I'm like, you know, it actually did follow me into the workplace. Mm. Well, tell us how did that happen. Well, um, the last job that I was on, um, let me see, how do I explain this and be politically correct? Um, I had to interview my boss, 
because they they needed um they needed an auditor. I forget was her title staff accountant or I forgot what her title was, but they needed a CPA in the office because my immediate boss was going on to bigger and brighter things in the company. So when I was interviewing her, you know, I asked her a couple of questions. I got a bad vibe from her, and one thing that she did brought out to me that she wasn't a micromanager. Well, as time passed on and she was hired, she is a micromanager. But I guess how my sibling behavior came into play is that she played her year out humble, naive. I'm from Taiwan. I don't know English. You know, I'm on the HB1C, I want my green card, I want all this crap. Mm-hmm. And then as time went on and things progressed, she got nasty. She started fighting me. She wanted my English skills. I wasn't giving those up easily. I wanted her closing skills. She wasn't giving that up e- easily either. And what I gathered from her through the course of me working with her is that I want all of my work, I want all of your work, because that's how I am. I have no life. I'm selfish. I'm narcissistic. I'm, I'm, um, what, is, what does the HR person call her? Um, what is it? Uh, passive-aggressive. Oh, okay. So all of a sudden, I have all this host of evil that I have to work through to work through. So I noticed something about me, too, is when I go to work or when I'm around people, and it's just kind of a dead zone, I tend to liven it up. But you can't be the only person that's the life of the party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And after a while, I got tired. So then when I started noticing that she was trying to sabotage my job, sabotage me, then I turned into that sibling aspect, and I'll get you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that. We started playing a war of chess. And her thing is that I'm a CPA and I'm going to outdo you this way. And I'm like, okay, you can be a CPA, but, you know, my stuff is in finance. I have a lot of accounting experience, a lot of accounting classes. No, I'm not a CPA. But it just became almost like a sister fight within the within our office to the point that she got so unruly because she wasn't getting what she wanted from me, which was my English skills. I'm not going to teach you that. Take a class. Um that she set me up one day. I came in. I had been I had been up all night anyway because something else was going on. And you can work from home, so I would always go into my email and see all the invoices that came in, what what I needed to do for the next day because I knew I was going to go in there tired. So I had just logged off at about what three something in the morning, and then I when I got to work at seven, I had all these invoices on my keyboard. And I asked her what this was, and she says, you haven't been doing your work. Uh-oh. So when I sat down, and I know how to do my own audit trail, because like I said, I had just logged off at like 2 or 3 in the morning. I pulled up all the emails, and I started day stamping them and putting post-its on it, because I knew I was going to HR at that point. I'm like, okay, so now the harassment be- begins. You're not even a U.S. citizen, and you're harassing me? I don't think so. So I'll... Tell you about that later. But I started doing my audit work, and then she said something to me, and she turned around and slammed her fist on the desk and said, I don't think this is going to work. And that's when I put my pen down, I pushed my chair back, and I said, okay, I'll tell you what. You go on down there, I forget her name. You go on down there and tell her it's not going to work, and you guys cut me my check today. 
And in my back of my mind, it's like, you cut my check today, I'm going to go find me an attorney, I'm going to sue you immediately. And I'll go home, not a problem. And I told her that. Go ahead. I'll stop working. I'll, I'll push my chair back, I'm done. But it, it started taking on that sibling. I, didn't, I, I forgot all about that where when I fight with my siblings, it's a mind thing with them mm-hmm. because we know each other, right? This chick here, it was almost, I started taking the whole skill from fighting with my brothers and sisters. But <laughs> 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 it came into the office. And I didn't realize what Daryl was saying when he asked me about that until I got off the phone and started thinking about it. I'm like, I went into my sister, brother, I'm going to get you mode. Mm-hmm. And the only way that I can think about how that happened was my siblings and my mom. The whole family, the whole family but, came into the office. That's the but look at this, though. Okay, look at her. Look at her attitude. Because I don't care what what nation she came from, she might have had the, had the same thing. You know, she's coming in with the bully attitude, civil rivalry. Maybe she might have been the oldest child. You know, because that was another thing that we were talking about. That whether you're middle, oldest, or the younger. It depends on where you fall within that 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 framework of of the children. You know how you are either bullied or being bullied or right in the middle being the referee. You know she might have been the oldest and she thought that you know she can come in and bully you, and that that's what sparks that 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 mentality. But you know what? Here's the thing: is that um, she's the middle child, mm. so that's even worse. And my mother's the middle child, so I saw the same behavior. And when she slammed her fist on the desk, I'm like, sweet, you know what, in in, in the USA we have laws against that. Mm-hmm. So what happened, it, I had to go down to HR to let them know that based on her lie that she told, she's getting volatile with it. So I have to use your language on you. So now I'm going to turn all this table back on you. And it became a mind game. And it reminded, it, you know, it's, it's the way I'm dealing with my sister now because because my baby sister's death tore my dad's side apart and my uncle's death tore my mother's side apart. So everybody's at stalemate. No one's talking. And that's fine with me. I'm like, I'm going to continue to live and keep moving forward. But it reminded me of that after I got off the phone when I said I couldn't find think of any similarities. Actually, there are similarities. And it's the fact that this chick threatened me, she she slammed her fist on the desk, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, okay, now you're going to bring out my roots. I may be educated, but I grew up on 3rd and Vernon in South Central, so let's not trigger that. Uh-oh. What? Let me go protect myself and go down here to HR and let them know that because she's slamming her fist on the desk, should yeah. she put her hands on me, I'm going to protect myself. So I had to put it as as corporate correct as I could. And, you know, I have to laugh about it now. I grew from this situation. I couldn't believe that I had to stoop that low, you know what I mean? But it did bring back brother-sister. Because my sister already came online on Facebook and threatened me, and I had to hit the reply key, just let me know when and where. Mm. You know? And I'm like, how do we resort to that? You know what I mean? Yeah, but you think about it. You think about it, you know, it's, it's like when you have something that's that's so deep down inside that you don't want to bring it up, but then there's someone that comes to you that just makes it come up. 
you, you face those situations in workplaces, in your family, whatever the case may be, this is what happened to you. This person brought those, brought all that, that, that ugliness right back up, you know, all those rivalries and all those memories and all those feelings and all that, all that stuff that you wanted to hold down, hold it in. You know, hey, I'm sitting here doing my work, doing what I'm supposed to do, and here you're going to tell me I'm not, and here you're going to tell me and, 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 and you want to be hostile and, and beat your fists and all this kind of stuff. It sounds like, you know, uh, you know, it sounds like somebody you want to duke it out kind of thing, you know. And well, you know what, what it, 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 it triggers, I watched, um, remember when um, Medea came out with um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman? Oh, Remember that? Yes. Okay. Remember the attorney in there and the thug that they grew up in life? Yes. And the thug did something wrong, and he gave him that, that, that bag of $350,000. He said, you going to help me because I helped buy your house and all that stuff? Yep, yep. And, and he, what made his, he, he made his little sidekick move away, and he said, back off, back off. And then he walked to the, the, to the one from back in the day. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. walked up, and it's a classic line, and it really resonates with me. He said, "Don't let this food, don't let this suit fool you." That's right. Don't let this. And, you know, in other words, you know, I can come in there and I can play corporate. I can play yuppie. I can play your green uh, avocado and toast. I can play that, but don't bring me down to that level. I can bring that to you too, and then when I do bring it, that's when you're surprised. So when she slammed her fist on the desk, I had to cover my back because at that point, when you put your hands on me, you're going out the window. But so brazen enough, wait a minute, let's 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 do the corp, let's do the term now today, emboldened enough to do that mm-hmm. and slam her fist. I mean, bam! This isn't going to work. This isn't going to work based on your line. I caught you in it. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, so I had to, I had to corporate wise protect myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not and one that goes down and tattles. I'm like, oh, she's not playing fairly. But in this case, because of that, you know, I I can go back to Medea and Tyler Perry's film. Uh, don't 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 let the the degrees in the suit fool you. You put your hands on me, expect something in return because I'm not gonna let you do that. Well, let me ask you this, because, you know, in our lifetimes, I'm going to ask Andre this, too. In our lifetimes, when we grow up, um, and then our parents, did we or did you see any favoritism with your, your siblings that you felt like, wow, why did they have to have that and I can't? Or why could they do that and I can't? Or, you know, mom loves them better than they love me. Did you ever have that within your lifetime with yeah. your parents? Yes, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure all of us had that, but but, but with my family, it was more subtle, <clears throat> kind of overt, but nothing that was so detrimental. I mean, this stuff has even happened up to this very day. But um, it's, it's just the way parents are. Sometimes they like a, a one kid because they're light skinned. Sometimes they might like them because they're the youngest girl. Or or might like them because of a personality trait where they like to talk a lot and clown and act a fool and all of that, and the parents can relate to that. But what happens when you have uneducated parents, and then one of the child children breaks away and decides to get an education, 
that can be intimidating to to a parent, and especially a son to a father. And so that's the sort of thing that I definitely experienced, you know, because when I came up to, you know, my father worked in labor for 40 years for East Bay Mud. And in coming up, that's what he knew, and especially being raised in Texas. And so he put those virtues in me at an early age, uh, working hard and cutting grass, pulling weeds, painting, and then with that concrete crap, you know, busting up concrete. He used to go to get these other little side jobs from these Jews up in Oakland Hills that had to go up there and, and bust up that concrete, put it in a wheelbarrow, put it on the back of a truck and go and get fresh concrete, pour it in and, and lay it all out and all of that. And, 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 and I just said, this was not the life for me. It's a good learning experience, but, um, I said, I am not going to do this for the rest of my life. And the day of my high school graduation in 1972, do you think he's going to buy me a gold watch or something like that? Uh Hell no. I came home and on my bed, I didn't take my gown off yet. And graduation gown, people, graduation gown. Don't want nobody to get it twisted. And, uh, 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 um, you know, here's an application to the water company, a laborer to bust open concrete. I said, hell, before, no, 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 no. And that's when I went to Hills Business College, and I think that really pissed him off. But I knew I was not going to do labor. I wasn't ready to go to a four-year school, so later on I went to a four-year school. And I really think to this very day that that caused a a bridge and a wedge between the two of us because he was never really happy with me unless he saw me doing manual labor. And this is after degrees, this is after professional experience and and doing all the things that I've done and stuff. And he was never happy unless I was out doing some some hard-ass labor. And then that's when he could grin. And seeing me doing something like that, making films and doing T25CL and all this stuff did not phase him at all. Well, like do you think that's... You doing think labor. Yeah, let me ask you this. Do you think it's because that's how he was raised, that he thought that his children should be raised the same way? Well, yeah, but see, that's what they knew. When you're growing up down there in the South, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia, you know, down there in those slave states, that's all you knew was hard <laughs> labor. You know, <laughs> that's what you grew up with. And then you pass those virtues along to your children. Now, there's a few exceptions along the way, but uh, I, I've seen this. And so if you deviate and then you want to be uh, somebody somewhat different. I knew I did not want to go out here and bust concrete for 40 years. I said, I want to work in an office. I didn't know what they did in those offices. I've been seeing them on Leave It to Beaver and stuff that you go to work with a suit on, you sit at a desk. Don't look like they're working too hard to me. So I said, that's what I want to do. And, um, and it did bring about a wedge. And I know one of my brothers, um, he referred to me a couple of times, you know, in a 
in a bit of anger, he would call me college boy. Wow. And this is this is current. And this is current. This ain't no twenty, thirty years ago stuff. This is current in the past few months or so. Yeah, college boy. So what do you guys get out of that? Oh, 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 okay. Let's, let's, okay, we want to talk about parents and siblings. Okay, let's let's bring Gina's mother into this, this equation. Andre, I didn't tell you, my mother is wor- is working on her degree. She may have it. Um, case in point, I think she's like what seventy two, seventy three, maybe seventy four. Mm-hmm. Um, that competitiveness with my own mom. I'm not seeking to compete compete with you. I'm seeking to do Gina and do something different. And the whole time not knowing that me, okay, let me backtrack. And I normally don't speak of this, especially especially on a radio show. But my I'm I'm the result of a teen pregnancy. The resort the result of a teen pregnancy that I'm going to use this to get out of the house. So. Does love fit in that equation? No. Once you have this child, you go on to be barbaric towards it, live your life and do your thing. But once that child becomes of age and says, wow, hmm, I may have your DNA, I may have Pappy's DNA, but you two are nothing I want to be like. I'm going to go over down this road and follow my uncle. And the... (laughs) You being called college boy, Andre, my mother's like, you remind me of my mother. I'm like, you know what, chick? There's no other person I would want to be but her, not you. Mm. So you talk about sibling, you you talk about the dynamics. Wow. You know, Daryl touched on some serious stuff. I didn't think about it until I got off the phone. But that's where my dynamic came from. It's like, okay, well, you know, you want to do this. And I don't. So I'm going to go down this road, even though your mother didn't go down that, but she had one, two successful children that chose a different path. And I'm going to go down, I'm going to use them as my example. And I want a pattern behind them. And then when her sister jumped on board and was constantly in my face showing me college applications and saying, you want to do this and you want to do that, she was actively involved in guiding me and nurturing me towards a better path. It may not pay off right now, but the payoff, Andre, is going to be with my son, my granddaughter, and my daughter-in-law because the dynamics of their life, they change daily. And I can see based on my conversation with them, but I don't want to jump ahead. But back to my mom, that competitive, competitiveness with her because she always felt left out. No one was leaving you out of a conversation. Jump on board and try to figure it out. No, she went and signed up for school. After you retire, um, and then you're going to come in on my LinkedIn profile and ask get my network. Um, you're retired, chick. Why? Can't do that because you're messing with money. Sidebar, <laughs> mm. I haven't spoke to her in like 14 years. Your mother? No, she, yeah, she didn't want anything to do with me. And I'm okay with that, though. <laughs> Yeah, but I already know my dynamic is crazy. I can write a book on my life. Yeah, and, I, and I'm thinking about that because, you know, I, I was watching this show last night, and this girl, she got pregnant. She was I got pregnant accidentally, you know, yada, yada. 
but uh, she was um, strung out on heroin. And the baby, of course, was born with, uh, you know, with, with, with withdrawals, right? And so the doctors were saying, you know, the, the girl didn't want to have nothing to do with the baby. I don't want it. I don't want to get it away from me. Get that thing away from me. The monster, get it away from me, you know. Yeah, but, but that's because she's all high and strung out. But when she came down, you know, gave her, you know, um, you know, drugs to bring her down, um, and but the baby was still going through withdrawals, right? And the key thing that they kept on saying was that even though this baby was having withdrawals, the baby has to be close to the mother or have the mother feel the mother's uh, heartbeat, her her breath, you know, you know, just feel her skin um, next to her. When you think about that when you get older and you have, you know, even it's like me, I almost feel, my life almost feels like yours. You know, I went through some stuff with, you know, my mom, but when years go by, you know, sometimes you think you're the black sheep of the family. And then later I on, am. Wait, 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 hold on. But later on, who are they calling? You, okay? And that's what happened to me. You know, later on in life, everything. They wouldn't call nobody but me, you know, um, because I always take took care of business. No matter what they thought, and I, I thought about my life. I got around, I got out of there. I got out of my house. I went to go live with my grandma. I went, went to live with little mommy. Went to college. Everything else. But the thing of it is, mom is mom, okay. Um, and there's so so many people that can sit here and say, you know what? I ain't seen my mom in umpteen years. I don't know who that lady is, you know. And that can be, even though you, 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 you don't really, probably don't miss them, but then you do, you know, because you came out of that wound. Um, and there are people who will think to, to, think to themselves, you know, well, you know, right now, I really don't, don't miss this lady. I don't want to be like her. I want to be more like my uncle, like my daddy, or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, cause I'm, I'm more like on my father's side cause he was a musician and singer and keyboardist and everything like that. And not my mom. But the fact of the matter is, you know, you think about those things, um, um, uh, that's mom, you know? Um, well, you know, at the end of the day, I don't take that from her, but when you don't have the capability to give, and, you know, I, I I guess my healing has come from the fact that I had to look at her dynamic. Mm-hmm. Being pregnancy, pregnancy unwanted, unwanted. Yes. And then once she had me, she wanted to do her thing. So then my I had three grandmothers that stepped in her place. But once mm-hmm. they stepped in her place and she grew up a little bit, it's like, no, you can't come back. Yeah. She's ours. Yeah, and yeah, I understand yeah. that now. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be who I am today. Right, right. No, and I you know, do not attribute it to my mother at all. She was just you know, there. Because mm-hmm. when my mother moved up north and my aunt was going through a divorce, she she found the time to take care of my two cousins. And we're all, one of us, we're the same age. And she passed away. And the other one, we're a year apart. If you could take care of them, how come you couldn't take care of me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you took care of them up north, and I'm in L.A. with my three grandmothers. So what does that say to a child? You don't love her. Yeah, you don't want no part of her. And, and you know what could, who could contribute to that same story is Kirk Franklin. 
Kirk Franklin went through the same thing. His mother kept on dropping him off, dropping him off, dropping him off, finally dropped him off and never came back. And his grandmother raised him. So you can contribute a lot of your success, you know, more how your grandmother raised you, not so much how your oh, mother. I do. Yeah, yeah. See, and, and yeah. that's in so many instances, so many cases you can think about that, you know, um, with the sibling rival, rivalry. And then the rivalry between a child and the parent. There's that rivalry between the child and the parent. Uh, jealousy uh, because she may be better looking or more intelligent or, you know, you, ain't got, you don't have the time or whatever the case may be. Not only do you have sibling rivalry, but you have parent and child rivalry as well. You know, um, Mr. College Boy over here, <laughs> Andre, um, I know that you know, that has taken a – and that's another thing because I can think about this that what we've all been through in our lives, that is the fuel that made us push ourselves harder to say, I know I can do it. I know I can do this. Or I know, you know, I can accomplish this. Whatever or however long the road is, even if you have not accomplished everything that you wanted to accomplish, you probably have accomplished more than you would have. Oh, yeah, definitely. Agree on that, right? You can agree. How about you, Andre? You can agree on that, right? Well, you know, <clears throat> since I, I don't have any biological children myself, you know, I, I'm in a situation where if my nieces or nephews call upon me to uh, assist them with something, I, I'm right there for them. I mean, I don't get those calls all the time, but just like the other day, my nephew called me, you know, the one that's, you know, striving to be a filmmaker. Yeah. And he wants me to assist him on a film project. And so he's made two other films, and, you know, he's made his mistakes like all of us do. And so when he made the call, I just dropped everything. I went out there on Sunday, drove all the way to Antioch at 6 o'clock in the evening to sit down with him and to just kind of go over his project and maybe interject some things to uh, make it better. But it was more or less a father-son type thing. He can't talk to his father, my brother, about about this because his commentary comes out of very narrow prison. And it's not something that can help him. It can be critical because he doesn't know about the subject matter. Then he'll say things that's way off course, and it's just a distraction. And then um, after me and my nephew were talking and me and my brother were talking, went outside, okay, what can I do to help him? I said, kick him down some money. He's trying to raise $1,500 to do this little 10-minute film. I ain't giving him no money. Uh, and money is not even a problem for him and his wife. You know, they go up here to all these gambling shacks and always winning. The wife always wins all the time. And they put this out on the Internet about how much they win. They making money on their jobs and so forth. So money is not an issue. But he's too cheap and too whatever word, too... To assist with with 
with just here five hundred bucks. Here, man, if I had a son like that, and I had the money here, if I don't know much about it here, even if he's going to lose, you got to let him go out here. And even if he's going to fail, he you can't take the dream away from that child. Yes, exactly. Especially when he's trying to do something positive. Because if you bust that bubble, it can be psychologically destructive. Mm-hmm. True. And, and then my brother called me back the next day. Then I had to lecture to him. I had told him, you know, you were too much like our father. You, you keep talk, talking out of this narrow prison and you only, you guys are too labor-orientated, and things are changing nowadays. And the kids these days, the, things, the kids that want to do something positive, they want to do things with music, they want to do things with film, and maybe with technology. And if you are a parent, and if you haven't uh, at least, uh, taking some courses yourself or read magazines and stuff up on this stuff, you're not going to know. All you're going to know is military or labor. And so you can't even keep up with the times when it, when it comes to your own children. And so you can't even interject positive connotations, uh, positive ideas, because you don't know. And that's nothing negative against a mother or father, but they don't know. But then when you don't know, do the best that you can do. Even if you know someone, hey, bring this person in to help your, 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 your child. It just so happens that your child called me because he knew that he screwed up a couple other times. The first film was kind of good. The second film, the lighting was terrible and, and stuff. And so he's consulting with me. I assisted him with, with the script. And so he's going to shoot his film up around July. And I told my brother yesterday, just help him out with money. Don't try to give him no advice. Just give him a few hundred bucks or so. So we shall see. But And then my nephew wrote me a note saying, please do not discuss this with my mother or father, you know, because, you know, they just can't give, you know, the proper advice, the things that he needs and wants to hear. And so, you know, he just, he lives there in the house with him, but he has to be very cautious of what he says to them because they're going to come out and criticize or say things that that are just deflating to you when you're trying to do something and stuff. So you have to be very cognizant these days as parents. And, and when... Uh, because these children learn things a whole lot different than what we were taught coming up. And so you just got to learn how to communicate with them and work with them. And if they fail, let them fail. Let them fail. Yeah. Exactly. But if they make, great, fantastic. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, here at T25CL, Galaxy Talk Radio, here at Roswell's Corner, we want to invite you to go to our website at www.t25cl.com. Of course, we have our other radio shows coming up tomorrow. We're going to have uh, Corey Jeffries with Soul Vibrations. Of course, on Friday, we're going to have Friday Night Confessions with Alex and Lisa. And then on 
Saturday, Chief, I don't know if you're going to be on Saturday morning. I know you're, you've got a few situations you're handling there, but I know that on uh, Friday, uh, Saturday afternoon, we're going to have Daryl and the guys within this place. Uh, of course, on Monday, we have uh, Lorenzo Elvis Murphy with Compton Politics. And then, of course, we're going to have Barbara McGee and Pastor Bob with uh, Straight Talk from the Higher Brush. Uh, like I said, go to our website, view the great music, download cinematic great music, support independent music artists, and of course, the granddaddy of them all, United We Stand Film. Reddit 595. You will not be disappointed. You will be entertained, enlightened, and made aware. So um, before I close out the show, do you have any last comments or anything you would like to say? I'll start with Gina. How about you, Gina? No, um, I said all I needed to say. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. How about you, Chief? Boy, I know if we really cut loose on this thing, we would be on here for three hours. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we could really get into some stuff here, but Daryl started something. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to have Daryl finish it up on Saturday because I know he still has some more to say about it because he wanted to, you know, continue it on. So we'll we'll, Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see what he's going to do. So, yeah, that's going to be good. It's going to be good. So call in, Gina. Call in on Saturday. I will. Okay, uh, Chief, are you going to have your show, United We Stand, or no? Well, let me see how things go because it's just been, uh, uh, you know, the buzzards and the witches and the demons been flying all around me. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. All right, well, very good. It was really weird last week to go to start my show, then right at 10 o'clock, everything goes kaput. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was weird. It was just freaking weird, and, and along with all the other weird stuff that's been happening. So uh, maybe uh, Jesus is trying to tell me something. Hello, come on. Huh? Come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, you've been here at T25 CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roswell's Corner. Thank you, Chief, for calling in as usual. And Gina, thank yes. you for calling my sister. Great talking to you. Great talking to you, too. All right. Well, we Take want care. to thank everybody. Call in and everyone, listen, you guys have a good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.